Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Paul Jolliv is with you. Jolly time on a Saturday night. And jolly time means guests and guests means less. Bowen, that is. The fine football writer, Eagles writer from Daily News, PhiladelphiaInquirer.com. He's covered sports in Philadelphia for a long time. If they play it, he's covered it. Looking forward to tomorrow night's game and reading what Les has to say about it. We welcome Les to the program. How are you, buddy? I'm just great, Jolly. How are you? I'm doing well. Watching my Buckeyes uh, drive a night through Penn State, enjoying that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've uh, been a Buckeye fan my entire life. Could care less about Penn State, so uh, even though I live here. I have the uh, yeah, I, I like Penn State okay, but I have one of my sons went to Ohio State. So really, I generally root for the Buckeyes. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. See what, what you yeah. find out. And sometime. now he's in grad school at LSU. He likes to say that he uh, he kind of blazed the trail for Joe Burrow. <laughs> Did you see what happened to them today? Yeah, yeah. They oh my had, God, they I got think, destroyed by Auburn. Yeah, they were one point. I don't know. One point I don't know dogs. The whole story, but you know, they had a bunch of guys opt out. Uh, they had a bunch of guys opt season. out. They had Patrick Queen. They had Joe Burrow. They yeah. had. A lot I mean, of guys graduate. Fifteen guys they're drafted. Playing a, they're playing a true freshman at quarterback, yep. and uh, yeah, it doesn't look too good, does it? And then Auburn played one of the great games they'll ever play. All right, but here we have a, a big professional game tomorrow night: the Eagles and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the halfway point of the season hits for the Eagles in a strange way. Ten days since the Giant game, a bye following, and the like. Let's give me a word to describe the first half of the season before we hone in on the Cowboy game. A word, a phrase. What's it been like? Obviously, you got twenty twenty, COVID. Everything's by Zoom. The injuries. Yeah. A team that can't shoot itself straight. Not going. What's going on with this team? What? Give me. Give me some word that comes close to summarizing what covering this team has been like. Chaotic, I would say. It's a good word. Good word, absolutely. What's it's, one thing that's just completely different that I know everybody doesn't cover an NFL team, but something that that you do normally in covering a team and. And the 2020 version of it is what? Well, you just uh, you don't get any kind of feel for the locker room or what people really think if you're only dealing with them on Zooms with 30 other people. You know, you can't take someone aside. Uh, you can't really get a feel for, you know, what the mood is uh, very easily. And even more than that, even you know, even if it's not something real deep like that, you just can't ask follow-up questions, you know, because uh, yeah. this is such a big media market. There's so many of us on these Zooms. 
you know, if, if you're some of these teams, they might have like four or five people on there and you can kind of, you know, get in three or four questions uh, in 10 minutes with somebody. But on our Zooms, it's, you get you one shot. And if you get a terrible answer, <laughs> you know, then you're, uh, you're kind of screwed. And, and by the uh, way, you're Zooming people that they pick out for you. When I do my locker room right. interviews on, on the post game, so I go and get whoever I want as long as they'll talk. I have no choice. Yeah. That, well, this year I'm not doing it at all. But you guys, you take who is provided for you with, with no choice whatsoever, right. correct? So, so for example, we have not spoken to Jason Peters since hmm. he signed with the Eagles back in June. He's not willing to to do it, and they don't. You know, there's no requirement now. Usually there is, but you have to talk at least once a week. And with Jason, it was usually after games that he would talk. But uh, there's been no communication with Jason this season. They've kind of let a lot of those rules slide because of the situation. And we're all kind of, you know, I don't know how much the listeners care about this, but we're all kind of very uh, uh, concerned that this could become, you know, you let something go for a year and, you know, who knows what the next year is going to be like. never know. You never know what 2020 is going to bring. I'll let you guide the conversation with your last comment. Jason Peters coming back tomorrow. We all know the situation before the season, the extra money to play left tackle. But to me, you can't compound a mistake with another mistake. You've had Jordan Mailata there, played pretty well. You have other holes in the offensive line. Who plays left tackle, and and, and what happens when Jason Peters comes back tomorrow if you're coaching this football team, Les? Oh, if I were coaching, I would probably have Mailata at left tackle and play – Play Jason uh, right guard. Frankly. What do you think Doug Peterson's uh, going to do? Oh no, uh, Jason will be at left tackle. That's that's for sure. Um, I don't know whether they think that he really can't adapt to another position in midstream like this. You know, he started out at right guard at training camp, yep. but he didn't. He wasn't there very long. It was it was you know a few weeks. Um, maybe they feel like that would be too big a stretch for him right now. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, I think they need to develop Jordan Mailata. I'm not sure, you know, in fairness to them, I think we're kind of grading Jordan Mailata on a curve a little bit. I mean, I don't think he's really been better than Peters was before Peters got hurt. He's had some amazing plays, but mm-hmm. he's also had some really bad plays, a lot of them in that Giants game. Um, but the the point is, Jordan Mailata is going to be here next year. Yep. <laughs> and Jason Peters isn't. And Mailata certainly hasn't been terrible. So I would continue that and get it, uh, you know, get it going as, as well as I could with as much experience as I possibly could. Talking to Les Bone of the Daily News, who uh, is going to be, of course, at the Eagle Cowboy game tomorrow night. We, uh, we've gone through the fans thing, and obviously the, the press box is sort of uh, ensconced and sealed by sound, so it's not really that different with or without fans in the stands. But obviously who you get to talk to afterwards is and who you get to talk to on the other team is. You never had Ben DiNucci as uh, an entree served up by the other team. What do you think he means to Dallas tomorrow night? How do you think he's going to play on Sunday night football? And, and can the Eagles really take advantage of the situation with Andy Dalton and, and, and Dak Prescott out? Well, your guess is as good as mine, Jolly. I've never seen Ben DiNucci play. Um <laughs> You know, I mean, stranger things have happened. You know, uh, Tony Romo was an undrafted guy. I don't think anybody had any expectations for him when he first took over the Cowboys. And even Dak Prescott, uh, when Romo went down, 
it was a big disaster. They had this fourth round rookie that was going to be playing quarterback, you know, and uh, you know how that's turned out. Prescott's been tremendous. So I don't know. I, I assume that Ben DiNucci is a God's gift to quarterbacking <laughs> and he's only thrown three passes. Yeah, completed so two. <laughs> I would think uh, that the Eagles, uh, given the Cowboys offensive line problems, can make life very difficult for him Sunday night. But, uh, you know, the way this Eagles team has played so far, we don't know anything, really. No. I mean, that's what we assume will happen, but who knows? In 2020, unless anything can happen, along those lines, if the Eagles have a bunch of guys coming back, Dallas Goddard, Jalen Rager, Lane Johnson, who knows, Jason Peters, mm-hmm. and a couple others, Rudy Ford, T.J. Edwards, who's the one guy that you think will the, the – the Eagles will benefit the most from having back tomorrow. I think Dallas Goddard, if he can walk and run at all and run some patterns, is going to be a big key and a big help for Carson mm-hmm. in freeing up Travis Fulgham in addition to doing his own thing. What do you think? Well, that's a good name, but just to have someone else to throw out there, I, I like Dallas Goddard, but I, I would also say Lane Johnson if he's able to play sure. at his normal level because his backup, uh, Jack Driscoll, is not available. And, uh, you know, you'd be having Brett Toth or somebody out there uh, at right tackle, assuming they weren't willing to put Mylotta there. And he's your best um, player. You can make an argument that Lane Johnson is the Eagles' best football player. Yeah, he is. He is a, a dominant player in his prime when he's healthy. We don't have any idea how close he is to being healthy. But even on one leg, he's pretty good. He's done that before. Yep. Um, so I think he's pretty important because I think Dallas's pass rush isn't that bad, even though they got rid of Everson Griffin. Uh, I think uh, they can they can generate some pressure. It's the only part of their defense that yeah semi decent, and uh, you know if there's going to be a problem, that might be it. So I, I think Lane Johnson coming back is fairly big. Well, with Dallas's defense going along that line, Dallas defense has been horrible this year. They give up a bunch of points. To a bunch of teams, they just haven't been able to stop anybody. Their secondary has been porous. Their linebackers, obviously, Van Der Esch has been hurt. Sean Lee's coming back tomorrow. I see. I can't see the Eagles boring turnover after turnover, or fourth right. down miss after fourth down miss. I just can't see them scoring less than thirty points in this game. Less uh, Eagles haven't played you a would complete think. football. I mean, the Eagles scored points against the Ravens. You yeah. know, who are uh, a much better defense. They didn't win the game, but they scored points. Uh, you would think they'd be able to do that at home. Uh, the the thing about Dallas is, though, their talent is so much better than what they've done. I mean, it seems like this coaching staff is a disaster, particularly on defense. Not with Mike, Mike Nolan. Yeah, Nolan's just, oh, my God. And, you know, you don't know whether that's going to continue. I assume it will. But, you know, at some point, they do have some good good players there. Uh, you mentioned Sean Lee, who's playing tomorrow night, a very good player, who's often done well against the Eagles. So, yep. you know, but I do think the Eagles should be able to score points. And you're right, having Goddard back with Rager and, uh, you know, uh, Fulgham and Greg Ward, I think Carson Wentz should have the best targets that he's had, you know, maybe all season, given that they didn't start the season with Fulgham, you know. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm really interested to see what he does with that and – they really ought to be able to run the ball, too, because this is such a bad run defense. Even without Miles Sanders, I think Boston Scott's good enough that you can, you know, 
I don't like the way they try to run him between the tackles, but if there's a team you can do that against, it would be this one. Yeah, it sure will. Dallas has a defense you can attack. Awuzike, the cornerback, not going to be there. With Travis Fulgham less, people are starting to pay attention to him, obviously. Um, I think this kid's for real. I'm not saying he's Jerry Rice. I'm not saying he's Julio Jones. But I don't think he's going to go back in obscurity either. If he if he can stay healthy, which is obviously a big if with anybody wearing a Philadelphia Eagle uniform, but I think 12 months from now we're going to talk about him in a role on this team. I think if you had to say thumbs up or thumbs down as far as for real or not, I'm giving him the thumbs up. What do you say? Yeah, me too, with the caveat that we've really only seen four games. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, I remember 2013 and we saw 10 games of Nick Foles and thought he was one of the greatest quarterbacks we'd ever seen. <laughs> and sometimes yep. he is, still, he is. but sometimes he isn't. When he's wearing green. Uh, with Ful- with Fulgham, I don't know what – I mean, he's not fast, but he is – he knows how to use his body. He knows how to – you know, fend off a defender. He seems to have great hands. Uh, I'm really interested to see what he'll be in a year. I've been fooled a lot of times. You know, the, the Eagles, remember when the Eagles drafted Reggie Brown, the wide receiver from uh, Georgia? Yep. He had an excellent rookie year and a decent second year, and then all of a sudden he, he got some injuries and just kind of went away. Kind of like you the know? Dominic Brown of football, I called him. Yeah. Had the same and, last uh, name, made it easy. So I don't know, but I, I do think Fulgham is is. Uh, you talk to the guy; he's very impressive. I mean, he's not a guy who just sort of uh, fell off the truck and ended up playing football. He's a he's a very uh, intelligent, very uh, focused guy, and uh, I don't see any reason to assume that he's not for real. Talking to Les Bone from the Daily News. A few more questions, Les. Appreciate your time always. Eagles have not played a complete game this year due to whatever the injuries the inconsistency of their quarterback. I see Carson playing his best game of the year against a very suspect defense. I just think that football is a game of rhythm, and he's at one of those spots where he's due for a good one. Maybe he throws a pick, who knows, but I think you look at his numbers, you look at his his contributions tomorrow, and I think they're going to be terrific. I get a really good feeling about this game. What's your feeling? Yeah, I do. I, I still wonder. People think that this will be a blowout. Uh, you know, the Cowboys are two and five. The Eagles are two, four and one. You know, and I realize that Dak, Dak Prescott has a lot to do with that. They probably wouldn't have won either of the games that they won with the quarterbacking they have now. But I still say, you know, the, the talent isn't that different. They have excellent receivers. The Cowboys do. But uh, yeah, I think this is the time to, to put a, a, a game together. Even if you only win it by 10, you know, yeah. I think that's definite progress for this team. Les, if, if Eagle fans, I asked this question before before the break where he came to you. I'm not asking what you would do because you're not really a fan. You're, you're a media member. And But if you asked Eagle fans throughout the, the area, would you rather beat Dallas twice without telling you what kind of team they have, just in general, beat Dallas twice and miss the playoffs or lose to Dallas twice and win the division, which way do you think people would go and why? Oh, that's a good question, Jolly. You know, I think a lot of the older fans would go for beat Dallas twice. I think people under 50 probably (laughs) are like, what do you mean? Well, you (laughs) go to the playoffs. You know, I I really think the roots of the Eagles-Dallas rivalry go back certainly into the 90s and in the 80s, 70s. Yeah, I don't think that the Cowboys have been that good in the last 15 years that fans are that 
you know, fans who come up more recently are that concerned about them. All right, Les, and then Tuesday, obviously, is a little thing called the election, but also the trading deadline in the NFL and Howie Roseman and the crew sitting back, getting players back, wondering where their holes, wondering where they're being spackled mm-hmm. with a salary cap nightmare coming next year, depending on what the salary cap does with this COVID and everything. There's a million variables swirling around, but throw all of it into the bone blender and tell me you think the Eagles are buyers, sellers, browsers, do you think they'll do anything material? I don't think they mortgage anything higher than a fourth or fifth round pick if they deal at all. What do you think they do? Right. You know, they they have about $20 million in cap space this that year. they desperately want to roll over to next year yep. when they're way over the projected cap. So they're not going to buy anything that's expensive, you know. Um, they, they, they could certainly use some depth at, at several positions, including linebacker. I wouldn't be surprised to see them do something, but it won't be anything that anybody's going to go, oh, boy. <laughs> it's more going to be like, who's that? Um, as far as getting rid of people, there's some people that they love to get rid of, but I just don't think they're going to be buyers unless they're going to pay like some of the money. You know, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, I don't think they're going to trade Zach Ertz at the trade deadline. Well, they really can't because he's. they have a weird rule this year about being on the the IR, if you're in short term, you're for some reason you can't be traded. Uh, but if you're in long term IR, you can be. And apparently they designated him as short term. So they can't trade Ertz. Uh, I just don't see who else. You know, nobody's taking Jason Peters or any of that stuff. No. You know? uh, I, I don't think you'll see anybody significant leaving here. Apparently they've looked into trading Will Parks. I'm not sure why that would be. He's barely you know, gotten his feet wet here. He's a Philly guy who signed here to play for his hometown team. million and a half, right? Yeah, and I don't know what you get for Will Park. Six or seven? They're on the market. Uh, So that's kind of weird. But, uh, you know, I'm sure they'd love to add a draft pick or two. I'm sure they would love to get a really cheap uh, patch for some of the problems they have. But uh, I I don't see anything huge happening. All right, well, that sort of puts it into perspective. Don't don't expect much at the deadline. I think most people think the Eagles are going to win this game tomorrow. You'll be here to talk about it less uh, or to, to, to write about it, and people can see you in the Daily News. And, like, where do people catch you on Twitter and anything else you want to promo, feel free. Uh, at Les Bowen and Inquirer.com. All righty, Les Bowen from the Philadelphia Daily News and Inquirer.com. Good luck tomorrow night, Les. Have fun at the game. Should be a little chilly, but... That'll be all right compared to what we had to go through this year. Thanks for being with us and look forward to doing it again sometime soon. You're very welcome, Paul. Take care. Thank you, buddy. Les Bowen from the Daily News and Inquirer.com. We appreciate his time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.